We welcome into the show Jerry Hill, the uh, director of sports journalism at Baylor University and Baylor Bear Insider. Uh, it's a view from the hill, isn't it, Jerry? And how's that view looking down on, on us little folks here this morning? <laughs> on, on my little little peasant friends, yes. <laughs> uh, I always say it's a cloudy view usually. So, uh, today's pretty good, though. Today's a good view. So, busy week, obviously, with the, in, in Baylor Athletics. Got a, uh, the baseball team got a nice win last night. And, you know, don't look yeah. now, but that's three in a row as they get ready for yeah. Sam tonight, getting uh, ready to move into another big series with the Longhorns this weekend. Yeah, and I, I, I do think, you know, every win is important right now, Tommy. I mean, you know that. And, and I think the fact that they were able to win that Kansas series and then come back and, and you know, uh, really kind of piece things together. Um, you know, got enough innings from everybody that, uh, you know, I mean, that, that was a really well-pitched game. I mean, I think they gave up maybe eight hits, but, uh, you know, really did a good job getting out of some trouble and, and beat them 5-1. And, yeah, like you said, they got Sam tonight and then Texas this weekend. Um, and, and, you know, Texas at one point looked invincible, and now they're 6-6 six and six in conference. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go in there and win that series and you're you're kind of nipping at their heels. So, um, I, you know, I think maybe there's, uh, you know, a little – it's strange. I mean, there's probably a little encouragement from that. Um, but then again, uh, Kansas State was the one that won that series from Texas and, and you still got to play them, I believe, on the road. So, um, yeah, it's, there's still a lot of baseball. But like I said, I think right now every win is important. We were looking at that Kansas State series. Kansas State has three conference wins, but two of them are against Texas. So those are nice RPI wins. And it tells right. you that if you play well, then, uh, then beating this team is, is very much in the cards. Yeah, I think, you know, the key is going to be the pitching, you know, mm-hmm. as it always is. And, and if you've got Tyler Thomas back, if you've got that weekend rotation that's, that's you know, done a pretty good job, I, I think if you have that rotation uh, going against Texas, I think you've got a shot. Um, because Tyler Thomas, I think, gives you a shot every time he goes out. Will Rigney has kind of gotten to that point. And Kobe Andrade ha- is coming off a really good performance, uh, you know, complete game. You never see that anymore. Um, yeah, when he got to 80 pitches, I was like, well, this is when they're supposed to take him out, right? You know, so, um, but he pitched a complete game, you know, in that 19 to 2 uh, win. So, yeah, I think if those guys are all ready to go, I think you've got a good chance against Texas, or at least you go in there with knowing that you can compete with them. And, and Texas is a team beyond their starters, they're, they're struggling trying to find somebody to, to throw strikes. Yeah, that's exactly right, Tommy. And, and and so, yeah, I think you go in, even though it's on the road, I do think you go in with some confidence. And, you know, again, you won three, and hopefully, uh, you know, if they win tonight, that's four games in a row, and you've kind of gotten back on track. Uh, and, and you look back, and, man, there's so many games that you kind of kick yourself because, you know, really you could be sitting here, I would say, at like seven and five, in conference and you'd be in really good shape and, and probably in great shape to make the NCAA tournament. Um, but, you know, some of those games, you know, bit them. And, and actually, I think Sam Houston was one of those that uh, they played on the road and, and mm-hmm. they had a late lead and lost that one, you know, an extra inning. So you'd like to get a little, you know, uh, you'd like to avenge that game and, and, and win tonight. Jerry, I, I want to take, talk about basketball a little bit. Jeremy Sohan enters the, the NBA draft. We all kind of saw that one coming. And then the next day you get another overseas commit from Miro Little and from Finland. How does Scott Drew go about balancing 
the the talent that you're recruiting in and not let this become a situation where you have one-and-done guys who kind of kill the momentum because Baylor's success has really been predicated on getting old, staying old. And we've seen you right. know Duke, Kentucky, these other programs kind of go down that rabbit hole and fall off. How, how does he balance that? Yeah, I think uh, he has done a good job of just holding on to guys and getting some of the transfers that already, like a, a James Akinjo, you know, that had already played a lot of basketball. So I think you keep trying to get those guys that have experience, whether they're with you or, or, or they've been somewhere else and they have experience. So I think that's the balance you try to keep. Uh, you know, you're not going to turn down one and done. Uh, you, you don't want to live on that. But um, I think they knew, you know, when they recruited those two guys, Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan, that there was a good chance that they could go after that first year. And, and But you got a year out of them. So, I, you know, I think that is a balance that you have to keep. But you don't, you don't want to build a program. You don't want to have a program that's all one and done because then you're just doing it every year and trying to, you know, hopefully you get all the pieces together and, um, so I, I think the way that he's done it, and I believe this is, uh, you know, Qu- Quincy uh, Miller, I think, was the only other one that had gone one and done, and he really wasn't ready when he did. So, you know, th- these are really only the second and third one and done guys that he's ever had. So, you know, it's not like he has a, a tradition or, you know, a pattern of doing this. Yeah, but you're right. Uh, they're one and done for a reason. Right, <laughs> because exactly. they could play at a very high level. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, you're not going to turn them down. Yeah, like if they want to come here, and you, even though you know it may only be one year, I, I think you take that one year. You just got to plan for it, and then know that you know you're going to have a couple extra scholarships available that next year. All right, Jerry, I, I got to know. Uh, mm-hmm. Saturday during the spring game, learning yeah. learning the depth chart. Or finding out who wins the brisket competition. Where, where's your priorities? I mean, the key is the brisket, right? <laughs> I, I mean, think that's, so. That's where it's most competitive, I would think. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you got guys going against guys, you know, your own team going against each other in the spring game. But, you know, I think there's some serious competition in this, uh, you know, cook-off deal. So, um, that'll be interesting to see. You know, who brings it? Who brings their A game? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I've, I've – this thing is going to be serious. Make no mistake about it. They're there to win. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it should be fun Saturday morning. I did see that uh, Blake Blackmar is coming back. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a grill king right there. Well, I mean, we just uh, had him on the radio just a minute ago. Yeah, even even when he was here. I mean, that he was really known for that. And, and uh, you know, I know that when we talked to him at one point, he was talking about all his you know favorite rubs and, and this and that. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I'm telling you. <laughs> What are you, seriously, what are you looking for out of the spring game this weekend? Out of the spring game? Yeah, you know, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it in terms of, you know, are they actually splitting up, you know, green and gold, or is it just, you know, kind of another extended practice, you know, where they're going offense versus defense. My my guess is that it's going to be that way, just because, I mean, you get into some injury situations this late in spring, and, and it's going to be hard to, to get, you know, two full squads there and, you know, have, you know, seven or eight offensive linemen on each team. So I suspect that it's going to be offense versus defense. But I think you just want to see, you know, continued progress that like you have, you know, through the spring and, and see who kind of emerges in terms, you know, we've talked about running back and receiver, who who emerges from that group. You know, I think you've seen guys kind of step up, Tay McWilliams and Craig Squirrel Williams at running back. But who are the receivers that are really going to, you know, 
take hold of those positions because I think those are the ones that are really up for grabs. So you look for things like that, and, and, and you look for playmakers. You know, defense last year was built on playmakers, and, you know, who are those guys now? Um, I think they've got a lot of talent on that side of the field, but who are those playmakers that are going to replace the, you know, the Terrell Bernard, the Jalen Petrie, the JT Woods? Who are those guys that are going to fill those shoes? Do you think once the dust settles Saturday, we're going to know, like, Orlando and them will announce who their starters are going to be, or is this something you keep close? Because we, we've talked about it numerous times on here. Like, coaches really have lost power regarding the transfer portal. Is that something where you keep it close until the fall and announce because you don't want guys bailing? Or, or what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, he had said from the beginning that he hoped to name a starter at quarterback by by the end of spring. I don't know that you do, and and I, you know, just from what I've seen, it's been very even competition. And and like I said, I know we talked about it before, but I like the fact that he's put them both behind the one and the twos, just you know, because it is more apples and apples. Because if you put Gary Bohannon behind the ones and with the ones every time, and you put Blake Chapin with the twos. That's not even competition. You know, that's not uh, apples and apples. So I like the fact that they've done that. Now, I, Garrett, I'll go back to last summer. Um, I remember going to Big 12 Media Day. And, Tom, I, don't, I think you were up there. It seemed like mm-hmm. maybe all but two or three positions were oars. So even at that point, they didn't, you know, <laughs> either they weren't revealing it or, or they didn't know mm-hmm. who all their starters were. So I suspect it'll be a little bit of that same thing. And there's probably some gamesmanship in that as well, not, you know, not wanting everybody else to know what you know. And, and Jerry, do we, do we, do we buy, do we, do we, when we see the spring game Saturday, mm-hmm. do we take anything from who gets more snaps with the ones and who gets more? It, does that mean anything to you on Saturday? Or is it just the 15th Saturday, yeah. practice? Yeah, I, to me, that's all it is, you know. And I, I don't know, like I said, I'm I'm not in their, you know, coach's room or whatever, so I'm not sure exactly what their mindset is. But to me, just, you know, listening to them, I think it is just another practice, another opportunity for them, um, you know, to get a look at these guys. And, and, and again, no, I don't take anything away from – you know, if Gary Bohannon takes every snap with the ones and Blake takes every shot, snap with the with the twos, I'm not going to take too much from that. But I, I, I suspect that, again, like it has been for, you know, uh, will be 14 practices by then, um, I, I think it's just going to be evenly split and they're, they're still taking a look at those guys. Hey, what do you got uh, coming up on uh, in the Baylor Bear Insider? Yeah, Tom, uh, you talked about a busy week, and I was thinking about this uh, before I came on. And, and, you know, we have four conference championships in the next week. Um, Women's and men's golf starts this week. Women's and men's tennis will be up in Fort Worth. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things we're looking at, four conference championships. uh, And I'm also wrapping up a a magazine that uh, hopefully will come out the first of next month. So, kind and, there, of and there's a track thing. meet too this weekend, isn't there? There's is a track meet on Saturday, <laughs> and I will be heading over there after football. So, and then baseball's down in Texas. So, yeah, and softball's here against, I believe, Texas Tech. So, yeah, that, I, I, I just got to pick and choose where, I, where I'm going to be. There's only one of you. That's right. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, as always, it is a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you later. Jerry Hill from uh, the Baylor Bear Insider.